Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I got an email from a frustrated parent. And I wanted to read it to you. It says, I know you cover a lot of COVID-related issues on your show. And I just want to vent my frustration at the current school policies. Today, for the third time this month, I have had to leave work to remove my child from school because he coughed or sneezed. On each occasion, he has not been able to return until he has no signs of possible COVID illness. Pretty much every person feeling slightly under the weather could make a case for having COVID symptoms. Every family person knows and understands that coughs and colds that linger around the house, especially this time of the year in the winter. At a time when the government is trying to get people to return to work, I have to speak to my boss about having to leave my job because my two kids and a borderline bully mandate being used in the schools. Every time my son left school, I have completed an antigen test on him and on occasion a PCR test. All negative, yet the school refuses to accept him back again using the magic line, any signs of COVID. Uh, how uh, have uh, how have schools teachers suddenly turned into medical practitioners in eighteen months? How can uh, they dictate to people about being unable to maintain a livelihood through work? Uh, they will be fully paid um, as they have been there since the pandemic started. Blah 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 blah. It goes on and on. And on. But look, he makes a fair point. He said at the end, "Sorry for venting a frustrated parent." Now I get that. I do understand the parents are frustrated, and the current guidelines, of course, suggest that if your child has any symptoms, that they don't go to school. Yes, this time of the year, kids will at some point probably get a common cold, sore throat, chest infection, like most kids. I've had three of them, and they're constantly sniffling and snorting when they're that age. You know, this time of the year, they get an awful lot. And according to the European Centre for Disease Control, although transmission of SARS-CoV-2 can occur in schools, research shows that transmission in school has accounted for a minority of COVID-19 cases. And we see that. You know, and when kids get COVID-19, let's be clear, we all know that children are at very little risk themselves, personally, but of course the problem is that they can spread it on to somebody else. Anyway, the HSC, of course, gives advice and Neffet have given advice that if your child has a temperature over 38 degrees, has a new cough, uh, loss or change of sense of taste or smell, shortness of breath, fatigue, aches of pain, sore throats, headaches, diarrhea, running or stuffed nose, uh, feeling sick or vomiting, they shouldn't go to school. Now, we all know as parents and we'd be mad to think that your child, most children, at some point in the winter will have at least one to two or three of those symptoms at some point and most likely nine times out of ten, actually 99 times out of 100, it's not going to be COVID. It's going to be they just have a cold. And parents are saying, well, hold on, how am I supposed to get back to work again if the school keep bringing me and saying, listen, your child is a close contact. Uh, listen, your child is a sniffing nose today. Can you take him home? And that can be really difficult. I understand the school's position and the position they're in, but I also understand the position the parents are in, how difficult it can be there for them, particularly mothers, to hold down a job and try and collect the kids from school or keep them off school at the same time and get somebody to look after them if they have to keep doing antigen tests. Now, of course, the rules are, currently at the moment, if your child is a household close contact age 13 or over, does not have symptoms and is fully vaccinated, they need to do an antigen test and restrict their movements, stay at home until they get three negative tests within five days. Upcoming changes, by the way, from the 29th of November is if your child is a close contact of a confirmed case of COVID-19 in a primary school pod, they will be offered a free antigen test. Antigen testing will be offered to uh, the full class if there are two or more confirmed cases of COVID-19 outside a single pod in a seven-day period. All very confusing, isn't it? It just means that if two or more kids get COVID-19 in the class, everyone in the class will be offered an antigen test. 
That's the way it's going to happen from the 29th of November. Anyway, the school principals will inform you if your child is a close contact and will help you to order the free antigen test online from the distribution company. You'll receive the antigen test at the post and you have to do three of them before your child can return to school. So have you been affected by this? This idea of kids being constantly sent home from school. It can be very difficult for parents. I don't want to focus so much on COVID-19 and the children getting COVID-19, but the inconvenience for you as a parent trying to do a day's work and having to constantly keep the kids out of school or collect them from school or whatever it happens to be. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Have you been affected by this? Is it difficult for you? How could we make it easier? The number is 087-188-0008. Now, let me go to Louise. Louise, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Louise? Hi, Nile. How are you? Okay, now, Louise, has it been difficult for you? Um, yeah, now... I'm a stay-at-home parent, but, you know, if I'm stuck in a busy supermarket and I get a phone call that my child needs to be collected now, it's like, it's pain. It's, mm. I, and the, the rules change all the time. Um, well, they are, they, they are changing again, by the way, can I just point yeah. out, <laughs> on the 29th of November, so go on. Um, I have two out at the minute. Um, one has a double ear infection and the other one has a chest infection. Um, I'm not getting them COVID tested because... That's what they have. They don't have COVID. They have a chest infection and an ear infection. Okay. And um, have, you, have you been to the doctor to establish that? No, you just know yeah, that as a I've parent. I've been to the doctor. Okay. Yeah, I've been to the doctor. And the doctor still said, you know, because of their symptoms, still they should really have a COVID test. Um, but I'm not putting them through that. Now, during the summertime, if they had anything, I was absolutely, I was at the test centre. They've had tests in the test centre. They have coughs and colds and all that, like every other child in the country at the minute, because of the weather, you're going from hot to cold. I believe um, 700,000 people in one week last week had symptoms. So, so 700,000 out of a population of 5 million. So that's, yeah. you know, one in every five people roughly had symptoms of some description. I mean, we all yeah. get, get a bit run down every now and again, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. But I am not, my kids have missed out enough with school. I am not, um, I'm not holding them down to have COVID tests done in a test centre by a stranger. I'm not taking them out in the cold to drive an hour away to a test centre and stand in a queue. And what about the antigen test, this idea that I've you done the, the antigen ant- test, but the GP told me, I know, sure, they're not worth anything. Well, yeah. The, well, the, the so rules, the rules are out. They, they keep changing the rules around the yeah, antigen test. they keep tests. changing the rules. Now, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not one of these people. I'm under, you know, I know COVID is real. I know of people in my family who've been very sick with it, been in ICU with it. I know it's real. If for a second I thought my kids had COVID, um, I have a child who's a transplant child, a transplant patient. So if for a second I thought there was COVID in my house, absolutely, they would be tested for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing it when I know it's not COVID. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and you're right in saying that, you know, children this time of the year, so I had three kids and they were all in around the same age, uh, you know, going back about 15 years ago when they were that age. Every single week, one of them had something. Yeah. You know, it was just the way, that's just, well, that's how kids pick up. That's immunity. kids. Yeah. That's kids. And, like, two of them are sick, and I have it now. You know, it, it's the same as the vomiting bug. It just does the rounds. But I am sick and tired, and the rules from preschool are completely different to the rules of primary school, and they're both in the same, But you can, But you grade. can understand the concerns of the school that if it was a case that it was COVID, all of a sudden somebody sends their kid to school not feeling well, they have COVID, Absolutely. and they spread it to everybody. Yeah, no, and look, I do get all of that. I do, but I mean, oh, there has to be some sort of leeway or some, def- you know, definite rules. Instead of this chopping and changing, every week I have a different email from the school with, oh, the rules have changed again. 
and I have different rules for primary school than from preschool. Mm-hmm. So in preschool, if, if they have one symptom, they can't go in. In That's primary right. school, if they have two symptoms, they can't go in. I, I think and because, yeah, I, I, because I, primary school, of course, children tend to move around a little bit more, so to speak, and they tend to be, you know, hugging out of each other and stuff like yeah. that. So I think that's probably but the reason for that. just, I, I can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And like that, I can't imagine how it is for parents who are out working. As I said, I'm at home. So, you know, if it means I have to drop the shop and, and go and collect one of them, which I've had to do, then, yeah, look, I'll do it. But I can't imagine being in work or something or... And, and when, and when you had leave. to when you had to drop the shopping and go and collect them, what was it for? Did your child cough? He was tired. Or, he was tired. Okay. I'm tired as well. Someone give me a day off. So okay. So <laughs> that is one of the symptoms. They say fatigue, of course, is one of the symptoms. Fatigue, yeah. yeah. But like sure, look, he's a transplant tired patient. all the time, I know. He's a transplant patient. He's gonna be tired. Right. right. You know. Um that's normal for him. And, did, and when, you, when you went to collect him and, and you said to them, look, well, he is a transplant patient. He does get fatigued every now and again. Yeah. Do, do they not accept that as just being They're enough? following what they've been told. And I get that. I'm not going to have a row with them for just following the guidelines. There's mm. no point. And, and that's only going to annoy and upset me. And, and would I, they let him back the next day then? I sent him back the next day, nobody said anything. Right, okay, okay. But I've two out here now for a week now. And are they, have they missed... How old are the two that you, you've had? The They're preschoolers. Okay, so how old are they? Um, four and three. Okay, well, that's not too bad. So it's, that I'm you know, and they're here with each other. Yeah. yeah, they're here with each other. But, I mean, the, the one that's in, in um, primary school, like, has missed out so much already. The most he's missed this year now is three days. Yeah, so over, um, the, last, over the last two years, they have missed so much education. They they've really missed have. over a year of education. And, I mean, homeschool didn't work for my eldest. Yeah, it, it just didn't suit his needs, and you know, you, there's no allowances at, made. Were you that. good at it yourself? Because we we were all expected to be school teachers, I suppose. I was <laughs> great at the start, like everybody else. Yeah. and then I mean, you're trying to keep two toddlers quiet. Yeah, and and be on Zoom and be all pleasant and lovely and <laughs> and look your best <laughs> and look your best and you know, no, it doesn't work. I don't think it works for anybody. Maybe a small majority, but no, but no, I'm not taking my kids for COVID tests in a test centre every time they sneeze or every time they yawn. I'm not will, will doing it, make it. it. Will it make it easier when the system changes on the 29th, whereby, you know, you'll be offered, if two kids in the class, for example, are confirmed cases, you'll be offered uh, free antigen tests. Well, will that make yeah, it look, easier for you? I don't know, because I've not been doing the antigen tests here anyway. Yeah. Um, just, you know, for peace of mind, and so I can say I've negative antigen tests, and then you're told by GPs and stuff that I know sure they're not worth anything. Yeah, well, it depends on who you talk to, I suppose. Some, it, some, it does depend yeah, on who you talk to. I mean, to. some experts will say they're great, provided the symptoms. They're not very reliable if there's no symptoms, but if there's some sort of symptoms, they're seemingly reasonably accurate, provided they're done properly, of course, as well. Which is yeah, and look, I, I've done them on myself, because well, like, myself and my husband have had COVID. Yeah. So the chances are my kids have been exposed to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and what we did, you now we went for the, the COVID test in the test centre, but we did the antigen test just to see where they write. Yeah. And, and they were. Yeah. Um, we we did them and they were right. So, I, look, I'd find them fairly reliable. Um, it is harder to test kids because it's not a nice experience for them. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm reluctant to do it on them because, you know, I, I just don't want to be doing that. Well, stay, well, yeah, well, stay there for a second, Louise, because... Time they sneeze. Stay there just for a second because, Jeff, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Jeff? Not bad, no. No, Jeff, that was your email I read out. Uh, yeah, uh, as I said, I'm just... Myself and my wife now, we're at the end of our tether over and I... 
Okay, so what, what? So what's your situation? Okay, it says here, um, let me see. Uh, today, for the third time this month, I've had to leave work to remove my child from school. Is that you or your missus, by the way? Yeah, that, that's that's myself, Noel. Yeah, that's okay. myself. So yeah, for the third time this month, because they had a cough or a sneeze or whatever it is you've had. So what, do you get a phone call from the school, is it? got a phone call. Actually, one day I was actually dropping my daughter in. My son, they go to the same school. And there was a teacher there with my son, waiting to see me going in with my daughter to say, oh, he has to go home. Because he coughed when he was hanging his coat up. Right. Now, it's farcical at this stage, you know. Well, I mean, people now, do cough to clear their throats every now and of again. Of course. Yeah. And as I said, I, I spoke to the principal about it. And I was like, well, what? Coughing is normal. Sneezing is normal. It's, it's winter. It happens. Yeah. But it was literally a policy of, no, he has to go home. Well, see, that is the policy, unfortunately, at the moment. It is the policy. I mean, they, they, you know, this is the Department of Education, the HSC. Or, or, you know, it's not the school just making it up. You know what I mean? But you, you show me a child in a winter setting that won't have a runny nose I know, that won't I have know. a sore throat yeah. that won't I'm not disagreeing with you I'm a, I have three I had three children of that age at one point and I can tell you now every single week I remember going to the chemist at one stage in my local area in Swords and saying to them I'll tell you what I just get my wages paid straight in here and you can give me the change every week because I was getting I was getting so many antibiotics for chest infections ear infections throat infections oh it was terrible terrible then but but obviously now, and every time you have conversations with the school, their default answer seems to be, if there's any symptoms of COVID, every every winter virus is a symptom of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I said, we've done, a couple of times I've done the antigens, no problem. Went one time for PCR, still won't accept them back in with it. So, yeah, so when you get the antigen test, you have to, well, according to the new rules, you must do three antigen tests. Um, and they must be basically clear for five days. But, like, if that's the case, you're going to have a very, very small percentage of kids that will actually be attending school this side of March. Yeah. Okay, just to clarify again, so the upcoming changes for November the 29th, if your child is a close contact of a confirmed case of COVID-19 in a primary school pod, they will be offered a free antigen test. Antigen tests will be offered to full cl- the full class if there are uh, two or more confirmed cases of COVID-19 outside a single pod in a seven-day period. Uh, this is expected to be in place. And it also says then as well, it goes back to the original rules, which is you do the antigen test and restrict their move and stay at home until they get three negative tests within five days. Now, obviously, me, myself, my wife, our situation, we're not lucky enough to have people that to help out with childcare. And, you know, that's, mm. obviously, that's our situation and that's fine. But, like, it's got to a stage now where I literally have to go in and, and finish up work because I can't... So, so the point, the point most... Both, me, okay. The point both you are really making is it's all well and good for the HSE or people in suits to make up these rules, but on the ground, when you've got parents trying to do a day's work to earn money to pay a mortgage, it's not that simple. Not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no leeway with it. Mm-hmm. It's COVID symptoms can come in. That's it. You deal Even with it. Even if they have it. a negative test, though, I find that the schools won't take them back until they're 100% well. No, as it's Even with a negative test. No, we, we had Andy, they won't, they won't accept them. You can show them whatever negative test you want. If it's a runny nose or they're still tough. They they until they're 100% better, they won't take them back. No. And obviously, as you see, with we, a few different kids in the household and ourselves, you could have a cold that could knock around the house for three to four weeks. Absolutely. That's just part it, of the Yeah, it just jumps winter. from one to the other. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like, if my yeah. son has it, I mightn't have an next week, but I know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Like, I, I, are the rules going to change again if they, when the vaccine is approved for five and over? Well, it is. It has been approved now. 
Oh, it has been approved, yeah, yeah, which is great. So, you know, if they can just get the ball rolling, that would be great. But is the well, is but it I going to change but I don't, then? No, I don't think that's going to change the rules because it hasn't changed the rules for the 12 to 16-year-olds no. anyway. No, So, So I don't believe so, no, because even no. if they're vaccinated, it says it more or less is the same rules. It's the same, which is ridiculous. Mm. You know, the whole we're, thing we're is... 12 months. Well, sorry, we're 12 months on. And we're in a worse situation than last winter. I didn't fear sending my child into school last winter thinking I was going to get a phone call at five past nine. Every morning now there's a possibility of it. So it must be, so the point, the point you're making, both of you, is it's very difficult for parents around the country. When the government are saying, let's get the country back up and running, let's get the economy going, let's all get back to work again, it's all well and good, you know, and that for them sitting there and all and making the rules. But for people like yourselves who are out and about working, it's difficult when you've got kids. Yeah, and uh, like obviously if you're in... Like the teachers, no fear of the teachers missing a paycheck. There's no worry there. Well, I don't think it's the teachers' fault. They're not making no, the rules. They're not making the rules. It's the teachers' fault, but there's no fear. There's no worry. Like, I have to, like, my, my boss has a week's work plan for me. I know you have to ring him now and say, by the way, sorry about that. But that has a knock-on effect to him. I don't know what are people's situations in terms of have they been struggling, you know, they have to pay bills like everyone else. Mm-hmm. There's just no... You literally wake up every morning and every day is a new adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see you're feeling his pain, Louise. Yeah, every day is a new adventure. <laughs> I tell you, I laugh. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I, I'm just glad my kids are all over the age of 20 now and I don't have to worry about that. They can worry about their own COVID tests. But in saying that, I, I do feel your pain and I know... People all over the country are listening to the two years going, yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly how they feel. My kids are at home now again today. And, you know, and I talked to one woman and in a month, I think her kids had been off five times. Like they were literally home, uh, back in school again on the first day. Somebody else got COVID. They were in close contact and sent home again. And it, it can become quite repetitious and very difficult because particularly if you no one to mind the children and you have to go to work. So what are you going to do? I said that that's the situation that we find ourselves in at the minute. Like you literally, the stress levels is, is through the roof. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know how you do it. And I said, no I'm, I'm at home. My situation's different, and I still would struggle every time the phone rings. And like one one of the days they rang me, they couldn't get me, so they rang my husband. They couldn't get him, so they rang my mother. Bring anybody. Just take this infected child out <laughs> of here them. immediately. They're only short of the teachers dropping them up to the gate. <laughs> yeah. I might I might turn up to pick him up and he's gonna be in a house camp soon. I feel your pain both of you. Listen, Jeff, thanks for raising the issue, Appreciate Jeff. Well. And I'm thanks glad you did. Right. Louise, thanks for taking part as well. Okay, uh, I wanna know if you feel their pain. Are you a parent in that situation? Or maybe you understand, look, you know, you you say that you feel Louise's pain and Jeff's pain and everybody else's pain. Jeff, who sent in the original email, you know, the children are constantly out of school every time they even have a sniffle. It is that time of the year. During the summer months or the warmer months, of course, we wouldn't have had this problem because kids don't really get as sick. But this time of the year, if we have children or anybody listening that has children, you know exactly what it's like. They constantly have runny noses. They constantly have a little bit of a cough or a chest infection or an ear infection or whatever it is. And of course, according to the HSE and the government guidelines, just to read it out for you again, if your child has a temperature of over 38 degrees, a new cough, a loss of changes, taste or smell, shortness of breath, fatigue, aches, pains, sore throats, headaches, diarrhea, runny or stuffed nose, feeling sick or vomiting, or indeed any of those symptoms whatsoever, you'd have to send your child to school. Or indeed, if a teacher notices it, they'll be sent home. 
And that's, this can be really, really difficult for parents at the moment. So I want to know what your experience has been. Has it been good? Has it been bad? Has your children, have they missed much of school? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Just let's have a look at some of your WhatsApp messages that you've been sending us in as well at that same number, by the way. And um, another reason to why the kids are off school with colds and sniffles is because you can't sit in a classroom all day long with all the windows and doors open and expect not to get sick. It's so silly, I swear to God. Okay, well, of course, the reason they're doing that is for ventilation, but I get you. If there's going to be ventilation, well, then you're going to have cold air running through the class. Niall, I can't come on, but I was actually out and about yesterday and I was talking to a lady and she has a couple of children and... um, you know, all this, I'm just listening to that lady on the radio now. Um, you know, the kids are being sent home and they have to stay home for five days. You know, multiple antigen chest tests and stuff like that. But this lady's after getting a letter from Tuzla because her children have missed so much time out of school. But the only reason why they missed time out of school is because they were told to keep the children home. So where's the balance here, guys? Crazy. Yeah. Well, what happens is, uh, Tussler or social services, if your child misses, I think it's more than 22, or I get Ashley to check, I think it's 22 or 28 days in one, uh, you know, year, term year, well, then they are informed. Now, I think it has to go quite beyond that before they actually start contacting you. But indeed, as you're saying, if your children are being sent home constantly in school, well, I'm, ass- I'm assuming the school should have a register of why they sent a child home. So then if, you know, the social services contact the school, they say, well, okay, that child did miss a lot of school, but here's why he was sent home because he was a close contact or he had a cold or he had a cough or he had whatever. Uh, the number is 87 20 days, thank you, Ashley. Okay, 20 days or more. If your child misses 20 days or more in a calendar year of school or term year of school, um, social services are informed. That's just standard practice. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to come knocking on your door and take your child off. If you have a genuine reason or legitimate reason as to why your child is off school, well, that's fair enough. But if you don't have legitimate reasons, well, then you can be in a little spot of bother because you have an obligation by law to send your child to school. It is the law. Or to homeschool them, whichever it is you're doing. Now, getting back to the story. So, have you experienced this? Have you had a problem? Is there a better way of doing it? Is there a better solution? Because currently that is the solution. If your child has any of those normal winter symptoms of anything, you can't send them to school or they'll get sent home. Hi, Niall. Myself and my husband both did antigen tests a few weeks ago after my daughter was sent home from preschool. They both came up positive. We panicked for two days. Then we went over We went over for our antigen test or... PCR tested the following day. We panicked for the two days, thinking, oh, we have COVID, we're going to... Hi, Niall. Myself and my husband both did antigen tests a few weeks ago after my daughter was sent home from preschool. They both came up positive. We panicked for two days. Then we went over We went over for our antigen test, or PCR tested the following day. We panicked for the two days, thinking, oh, we have COVID, we're going to have to cancel this and cancel that. Uh, we had different things on. We were supposed to be going to visit friends and stuff. And um, the PCR test came back negative. No explanations for it. The doctor even told me that the antigen test was 90% um, correct, accurate, if it's, especially if it's a positive test. So I don't get it. I don't trust the antigen test at all. I'm not even sure if I trust the PCR tests. 
Well, there you go. Well, one of the tests was wrong and gave you a false reading, either the antigen or the PCR. Uh, as you said yourself, probably most likely in that case, it was probably the PCR that gave you the false reading because the antigen test, of course, was more accurate, giving a positive result, particularly if there were symptoms. And again, according to the European Centre for Disease Control in relation to children in school, they say although transmission of COVID can occur in schools, research shows that transmission in schools has accounted for a minority of all COVID-19 cases. If appropriate prevention measures are implemented in the schools to reduce the spread of the virus, it's unlikely that schools will play a substantial role in transmission since schools are an essential part of society and children's lives. Widespread school closures should be seen as a very last resort and only considered after other measures have been put in place to contain the spread of the virus. Um, so, in other words, it's a last resort to deny a child an education. That's what they're more or less saying. We should look at other aspects of it. Uh, Rachel, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Hey, Ian Rachel. Hey, Niall. How are you? Now, you, your son has just gone back to school today. Gone back today, yeah, after being out again for a couple of days. Okay, uh, so... Uh, do you know what? I'll be honest, right, Niall. I, I'm kind of fed up with it now at the moment. Do you know that way? Because it's like... Now, we, we all, all... Me and the kids, we all had COVID. And... Because of that, no, not normally, like we, they missed uh, just on just under three weeks of school, right? And then we went into a midterm, so it was practically a month. So I was thinking, okay, you know, they've had COVID, we're going to get a bit of a run over before we kind of go there again, if we're going to have it again or anything like that. You know that way. Right? Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Tuesday then, um, my daughter was sent home because she had a cough, and my son has bowel issues now before COVID. It was never looked at as kind of put down as a diarrhea. And yeah. because they know about bowel issues since COVID, it's diarrhea. So he has to go home and stay home for 48 hours. Um, right, so he, he had, unfortunately, your son had these issues before COVID even came along, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if he has those issues now, you would imagine there'd be a level of understanding then, wouldn't you? Oh, yes, there's none. None. It's, it's literally, it's all down. It's, it's like, I suppose, is, you know, it's like a kid who might have asthma, for example, who would cough yeah. a little bit every now and again. You would imagine a school would say, well, okay, that child has asthma. It's normal for that child to cough. So you, yeah. would understand, you would imagine you'd understand that. And I tell you, do you know what I heard? I'm not, I'm not joking. And it was mad that I heard this on the radio. Do you know what I heard in the schoolyard when I was dropping my door off? Phone? I heard a kid coughing and I heard his father turn around and say, Shush, don't let the teachers hear you. <laughs> I know. Isn't it, ter- isn't it terrible that you're afraid to cough? Because I'm a smoker, so I do cough every yeah. now and again. And when I cough around here in the office, I obviously turn my head or put my face into my elbow, yeah. whatever it is. But you're afraid that someone's going to be looking at you thinking, he has COVID, he has COVID, send him home. Well, have you not noticed, Kyle? Even if you're out and you cough, the looks you get from people. I know, it's, it's like you've like, murdered their firstborn, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, literally, it's like, literally, I, I just was like, I actually was in, I was in Little Theatre today and I coughed and like, I had my face mask on, but I still covered my mouth anyway. Yeah. Kind of a, a, react, a normal reaction there. And I am not joking, a woman turned around and I mean, it looks good kill. <laughs> I was a 61. It's, it's, it's like sneezing in your mask. Home. Have you ever sneezed yeah, in your mask? Yeah, and she looked at me as if I had COVID and I was willingly passing it on. And I'm like, holy God, like, is this what it's come to? Okay, but getting back to the schools, I understand you look, you know, school is a bit of a hot pot. You got a lot of kids around. They're all farting, sneezing and coughing on this time of the year anyway, right? So what's the alternative, I suppose? You know, when you look at case numbers at the moment and they want to reduce the case numbers, what's the alternative? Well, I don't know. And I tell you why, where my confusion would come in with it. When we were diagnosed with COVID, my daughter was diagnosed first because, and the only reason we 
ended up getting tested. She had the only symptom she had was a dry cough. Yeah. That was the only symptom she had. And it was persistent. So I rang the doctors just to be on the safe side and he sent her for a test. And I am not joking. I 100% in my heart believed she had not got COVID. Like, I really did not believe it. I thought it's just a cough that happens every winter, but just be safe on the, just to be on the safe side. On the safe side. side, yeah. And she came back positive. Right. And then my son came back positive, and then I came back positive. And, and how, how, how are you, by the way? Thing. How were your symptoms? Were you okay? Oh, I was really, really bad. Really, really bad. Like, I'm still getting over it. Yeah. I'm still not great. And, what, like, and, still... And, and was it, like, a very bad flu? You had a very bad cold? Or, or was oh, it God, even no, worse than that? You laid out. A very bad flu wouldn't even compare to it. Okay. Like, I, I struggled even now. Like, and it's mad. My eyesight has been affected from it. Right, Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember I had I ended up with pneumonia there about two years ago, and I was stretched out for nearly the week. And I, oh, it can knock you out, can't it? Really can a bad yeah. cold, bad COVID, or bad flu, or whatever it is. It can really take you out. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I actually had said to me, "Mom, only while ago, I said, you know what? I swear to God, I just think if I had a, if I got this the second time, I genuinely don't think I would come over yeah. because I was so bad. And I, I, it was the first time that I really, really ever. Were you worried? Kind of going, oh, yeah, really worried. Really yeah, worried. Okay. I'm, I'm on my own with two special needs kids. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and that was my worry. My worry was, my God, my kids. Because I really, at one stage, I genuinely thought, like, I'm not coming out. It's like, I was really bad. And I couldn't go to the hospital. The hospital... Um, and what, yeah, was, what was going through your head, Jason? It happens happens me. Maybe two kids will be on their own. Is that yeah, what's going through here, your head? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. I couldn't go into the hospital because I had no one that was going to sit in with two COVID-positive kids. Right, okay. Them. And oh. then the, the hospital, I couldn't bring them to the hospital. So I That's a terrible dilemma to be in, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? I've been honest now. There's thousands of people in exactly the same dilemma. And even the doctor at one stage, I went after I kind of was out of my isolation period, I went to the hospital then and they, I knew they were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the hospital then and the doctor had said to me, he says, like, literally, he said, it's so bad. He says, thousands of people are actually not coming to hospitals for the same reason, he said. And he said, mm-hmm. this is why we think long COVID is having such an effect. Because people, people are not looking at, yeah, you're not looking after the symptoms, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, he said, because they're not getting treated when they should. Yeah. And, like, I, I've literally been left, like, I know this sounds bizarre. My eyesight was, when I say, perfect. And I literally cannot see now, I... And what, and, what, and what do you think that was due to? Was that due to all the coughing and everything that you were doing that maybe you burst a few blood vessels in your eyes I, or something? Yeah, I think, I think it was. It's not, you see, here's the thing. I wasn't coughing, I was coughing bad, but it was more that I couldn't breathe properly. Right, okay. It was, I was we're all bummed up, so yeah. So much as I just couldn't breathe. Yeah. Like, I was literally on the nebulizer, I don't know how many times a day, I think about six times a day, and I was on so many antibiotics and steroids, and I still am now. And I still have to use the nebulizer. Um, but now I have to wear glasses. And did you have any, I mean, before that, I'm sorry, I'm a bit rushed for time, but did you have, any, okay. did you have any other, you know, I mean, did you, uh, had you had asthma or anything like that Yeah, before? no, I'm asthmatic. Oh, okay. I, I, right, yeah, okay. I'm asthmatic, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. you always had difficulty with breathing anyway. You had issues with breathing before that. But this yeah. obviously compounded yeah. the problem and made it particularly bad. But look, I'm glad yeah. you're on the mend anyway, Rachel, and I'm glad your yeah, kids are okay. God. And I'm glad he's back in school today. Hopefully he won't get sent home again too quickly, all right? Oh, God, you know what? I just feel 
after me and I just did a school's numbers. I actually dread it now. I feel like I dread it. I know, I, I know. Saying, oh, my God. Start making me way. <laughs> All right, Rachel, listen, lovely talking to you. Sorry, I've just run out of time there. The number's 87 188 Hi, Emma. You're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. Now, your school, well, not your personal school, but your children's school, they have a better way of dealing with things, have they? Well, they're, they're doing really well. Like, since the government changed the rules, was it in October? Yeah. They have been now just sending the pod home. Right, So, the okay. payable of the person with COVID. Yeah. Um, prior to that, because um, one of them's in the junior school and one of them's in the senior school, the junior school, I know, were sending classes, full classes, left, right and centre. If, for example, the parent of, of a child had COVID, not the actual child and oh, the whole the parents? Class. So if oh, the child was... Sense. Yeah, because then the child was a close contact. They were sending full classes home and the kids were home for two weeks. But, oh, but that wouldn't make any sense because then the other children in the class would be what they call casual contacts. And they, that that doesn't require you to go home. until they change the rule. And right. then they sent okay. a message to say... Now we will only, as for the government guidelines, we'll only be sending the pod home, which, of course, is a huge sigh of relief because you're on eggshells every day. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, you know, that lady prior was saying, you know, she heard a fella in the yard saying to his kid, like, don't let the teacher... I'd say the whole country saying the same thing. Yeah, don't let, your t- don't know, let the teacher hear you cough. Yeah, don't cough, don't be sneezing, you know. And if I see mine getting, like, any sign of a cold, I'm like, Jesus, where's the paracetamol? <laughs> yeah. Or you see a bit of a runny nose, suck it in, suck it no, in. No, I'm like, blow that nose before you leave, quick. What's the cause? You don't want, like, them, like I just feel this, Miss Now, I, I do feel for the teachers, you know... But they have to put themselves in comparable with the healthcare workers. Like, they worked throughout, you know, and the teachers yeah. are a service and the guards and the postmen, you know, and unfortunately, they can't pull rank over any of the other, I feel, any of the other industries and say, well, you know, we're, we, we should be working from home. We feel unsafe. Like, when they were off, Niall, at the beginning of this year, like, my kids did an hour of school a day. That was just their homework. Yeah. Like, there was nothing taught to them. No, I, I know. I what the teacher gave me in the app. While working at the kitchen table. Some, some, yeah, some schools were better than others at dealing with have, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're giving we more have. work than others. Yeah, but I mean, how much, how much school do you think, you know, schooling, Emma, do you think your children have missed altogether? Well, in the beginning when they got sent home in the March, they were off for five months. I know two months of that was their summer holiday, so you yeah. could say three. Yeah. And then they were off for two and a half at the beginning of this year because they let them back after Paddy's. So, like, you know, you're talking five and a half months in total. And then, the and then, many was there a couple of weeks where they were sent home as a close contact? Or Mine actually weren't, thank God, on touching wood. When you see the school number come up, you're in a sweat like, but mine <laughs> haven't been yet. Right, okay. So, okay. And my daughter was off with a chest infection for a week, you know. Overall, like, I, I think it's too much school. And how do, you think, how do you think the new rules are going to work out? Okay, so the, the new rules are, as of the 29th, if your child is a close contact of a confirmed case of COVID-19 in a primary school pod, they'll be offered a free antigen test. Uh, in other words, what they'll have to do is, I think it's three negative antigen tests in a five-day period. Anyway, but it's only if there's two or more confirmed cases in the class in a single pod. I think it's fantastic. I think they should be keeping the kids in school and not be sending them home willy-nilly. Mm. And if they've an antigen test negative, I understand they want them to take three because the symptoms could develop. Yep. No, but I would have no problem with that. Send them home for the five days, do the test, and back in you go. And how old, how, old, how, old is, how old is, sorry, is it two children you have or just one? Yeah. I've got eight and a half and one is almost 11. Okay, so and as and from today, by the way, the vaccines have been approved for five to 12-year-olds, uh, so they will be rolling them out. Will you be getting them both vaccinated? No, I won't. Okay, okay. <laughs> I and, have it myself now. I got it. My okay. fiance got it. I have no problem with that, but they're a bit too young. You know, when my daughter goes in, she's in fifth. When she goes to secondary school, if they're still 
given it to the kids. I will allow her then. It's a diff- different age category. I'd know for me for now. Okay, so for now, under the age of 12, you're, you're not you're not kind of happy enough to do that yet? No, not okay. at the moment. I'm in a sweat though, Niall, that they'll close the schools in pr- at Christmas. Um, I, I have a funny feeling. I, I, no, I don't want to be putting out bad news on the air, so I'm not going to no, say... No, I know, you know that. I know that. I know. And, and I'd, I'd, I'd rather be positive about the whole thing. Yes. Oh, please God. Please God. I but, hope no. not. Okay, well, the look... are doing okay, I think, to be honest. My school is anyway. I feel they're doing a good I, job. Well, I would agree with the European Centre for Disease Control. I think should it should be a very last resort to close yeah. the school. Yeah, I it's think It's an so. essential part of a child's life. Yeah, they've missed enough. They've missed yeah, enough. Couldn't agree with yeah. you more, Emma. Emma, listen, yeah. thanks very much indeed. Appreciate you there. Have a lovely day. All right. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.